Good morning, PNL. It's your boy, it's the Furious here. I'm here for the breakfast show. I got the breakfast school in the building. I got HD in the building. HD, say hello to the people. Good morning. Happy Black Friday. Uh, we also we also have Hefe in the building. Hefe, say hello to the people. What's going on, man? I hope everybody had a good family day. And then we got very special guests with us. We got Q returning again. Q, say what's up to the people. What to do, PML? It's your boy, Q. We lit, and no matter what time it is or what day it is, it's 5 p.m. somewhere. And last but not least, we got the content king in the building. We got uh, Kieran in the building. Kieran, say what's up to the people. Five points, here I come, baby. <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, I'm not going to have the wheel today. It's going to be somebody else. And uh, FA, what's 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 on for today? What's going on, man? So we're gonna go games. We haven't gone over the time, so everybody, we're gonna talk about some games. We're gonna talk about some games. We still have the Chiefs Lions that need to go out. Still have the Packers, Packers, Buccaneers, which is gonna be a really good game. Uh, but the, the crew today, man, we're gonna uh, go over some games that were played. Catch you guys up, what's going on around the league? And good show for you. Yeah, so, so um, there was a ton of games played over uh, Thanksgiving, well, not over Thanksgiving, but Thursday night. And then there, we also we also have we also have uh, some games left to be played today. Sorry, I'm uh, in the middle of work, so you can find it though. Um, so what's the what's the first game to talk about? Today? Yeah, while well, well, we while well, we got you here, Neff, because we know you have to go on mute. So we're gonna go with Giants Patriots. 23-21, looks like it was a close game. Daniel Jones, 178 yards, TD, two interceptions. Uh, Matt Jones, 178 yards, one TD, one interception. Uh, Aaron Jones had a great debut with the Patriots, 21 attempts for 171 yards. Uh, um, those were the key stats of the game. So, Neff, take us through that game. Uh, so... Alright. As you can see. As you can see, that will work. Um, so just talk about this game real quick before I go on mute. Um basically uh we went out, we have a new scheme. So we were trying to uh, establish our scheme as well as frustrate cookie and get some things to open up. Um it worked out for the most part. We had a chance to close out the game late. Um, go up by at go up by, by at least eight eight points. Um, we were up fifteen fourteen with the ball. Um, we were driving on his side of the field. We were on the thirty five first and ten. We tried to run a RPO play. Um, he had his linebacker. Uh, I think it was Paul Alexander who kind of sat, sat flat footed. So we thought we had the RPO. Um, he broke on it. Ended up getting a pick six to make it twenty to fifteen because he went for two and missed. Uh, after that, we uh, after that we um, were able to go down the score and make it twenty-one to twenty. And then uh, he actually went down. We better stop, uh, quote unquote, stop because he was still able to get points. But he, we held him to a field goal, so it was twenty-three to twenty-one. Um, then we put a, put together a drive where we got on his side of the field. Bad time in and bad kicking led to us missing. So uh, we ended up taking a L. But it was a really good game. 
uh, for anybody that watched. And uh, I watched yeah. the game. I watched Yo. the game, and I and I and I can say, without a doubt, you can tell Nip was tanking last year, but uh, <laughs> you can really tell. Now you know, you know the, the statute of limitation on tanking is over, so so now we can just keep it above. Nah, Nip my when, when Bacon tanked, he got hit a little bit later. Yeah, but yeah, what I'm saying yeah. such a limitation where where we can openly say it. He ain't gotta agree, <laughs> but it's clear Nip was saying I watched that game. Nip played so much better. It wasn't no goddamn scheme. It was Nip chose to play a better brand of Madden. And let me just say this real quick is that Nip showed me something watching that game. It was like sometimes you have to learn how to win because you're so used to losing. He had that game one. He played a better brand of football than Cook. He actually outplayed Cook. But when the moment was, when it was those key moments, Neff didn't know how to win, and Cookie did. And it's and it's and it's and it's unfortunate, but it's a reminder that winning is a skill too. Meaning knowing how to win, like that's such a a mental thing of knowing how to win. Neff caught it. Neff was down two. He catches a pass in the middle of the field at the 35-yard line with a minute to go. Everybody knows at that point, you got one timeout left. Use your timeout. Ain't no point of hurrying up to, 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 to kill 25 seconds off the clock and, and, and for nothing. Just call your timeout because you don't need timeouts. Or it was like, no, it was 35 seconds left. It was 35 seconds left. He catches the ball on his own 35, on, on Cookie's 35. And instead of calling the timeout, he gets to the line, and by the time he gets to the line and does everything, he runs the play, and now he calls a timeout. Now he does—I mean, he runs the play. Now he has to call a timeout. Now he has no choice but to kick the field goal. When, in actuality, he's supposed to call the timeout with 35 seconds left, knowing that hey, I got—I I need to do two quick pass, two quick plays that I can't get sacked on, and if I complete on either one of them, I go spike the ball and then kick a, a closer field goal. But you have to relearn how to win. and Or and just fight the ball and keep your time out. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it was just such a reminder that you have to relearn how to win when you've been losing. For, for, for Now, you, you got to understand, a season is, is over a, is a month and a half, two months damn near with everything put into it. That's a month, two months of losing. You got to relearn. And that's what I took from that, and I'm sure he took. Personally, I would have saved my timeout till there was like 13, 12 seconds left, so you couldn't ice me, and I'd have got the win. Well, I mean, I, I could. You would have made that kick. What I'm saying is, he he could he had opportunities to get closer. If he calls yeah. the timeout at 35 seconds left, he can do quick plays to get five, six, seven, eight, ten. He can do a short high look where it's one short play and one high play. That's 20, 30 yards, complete one, spike it and do it all over again. But he really just throws because he didn't know how to win. Yep, I've been there. I've had a few games like that. And you got to agree with what uh, King K say. I mean, Neff did outplay Cook in this game as far as he had three more passing yards. He outrushed him by almost 100 yards. He won the turnover battle. So it is just coming down to knowing how to win at the end of the day. And then, you know, I, I think you know, I can't vouch for the, the whole tanking thing, but, you know, he definitely, you know, he, he battled Cook first game of the season. So, and Cook was a playoff team last year. 
So you have to say something, something's going on or something clicked with Neff for him to, uh, to have the game that he has. Q, you have anything to say before we move on to the next game? Well, uh, last thing, too, is uh, we did outplay him, but Cook was able to find the end zone a lot more than we were, and that's, that's another thing. We settled for more field goals than he did. So you got to keep that in mind. We got to figure out how to put that ball into the end zone when we get, get in the red zone. Yeah, I think everybody kind of struggling with that with that part right now. But uh, I think it, uh, it was definitely a good showing by Neff. Uh, I, I was still mad he threw the interception on the RPO. I, I just, I don't know. Uh, I just saw it going downhill after he threw that. And then he kind of panicked there at the end. So, like, yeah, like Kiran was saying, uh, one, you got to break those habits. <laughs> losing is a habit. Uh, and so when you just in a, a losing mindset, you know, it gets down to the end of the game. You don't necessarily know how to finish it off. But um, you can tell Neff is playing better. So hopefully uh, <laughs> the AFC East won't give such a bad name and uh, we'll make some no- some noise going forward. But I, it, I don't know if Neff played better or if Cook is just – I'll save that for further analysis. Because I just feel like Cook just wasn't as he hasn't been as dominant in any game I've seen him play like from previous years, and I just think it's a, con- a testament to you know the way the league is and the way the game plays. So it's interesting. Uh, if you let Saquon Barkley do his thing, then you're not gonna stand a chance against Cook. We had to make a big adjustment to uh, stay in that game. Yeah, but uh, but I think. Like, just the way I can see, I can see <laughs> Cookie still play the same way he always played. Like, he definitely adjusted to Madden. Uh, but I just think, like, he has more of like an up tempo pace of football. So, when you slow Cook down, like playing somebody like Neff, and when this game is really the way to win is to slow it down, uh, I think you can kind of see the holes or the chinks in the armor when it comes to Cook and Madden. I wish he was on here to kind of talk about it. Uh, but I think it'll be interesting moving forward because that team is amazing. So, uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, just like who wins in the future. That's what I'm looking forward to see. And, and when I say, and I just want to say real quick, when I say tanking, I don't mean trying to purposely say I'm going to throw this pick in. This is what I mean by tanking. I just want people to understand. What I mean is, you come into it, and I, and I realize PML season one is a tank job by 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 more than just two or three people, it's like 16 people. Because what happens is, because this is my first season really like paying attention. And this is what I'm saying. When you come into a season and, and you just got picked a team and you don't really have real love for that team deep down, you don't go the extra mile in games to win. Meaning you don't think deeply. You don't, you don't, you don't think about your roster all the way through. Everything is in a, in a deep thought. So when I say you're tanking, I mean like, you ain't give a shit if Mac Jones threw that pick and, and your running back that you started out with did good. you Because you didn't give a shit about them. But once you get your rookies in, you, you actually gave a shit. You actually care about about their stat lines and what they do and how they look and all that. So just the the the, 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 the mental mindset of, of how you care about nurturing your team changes in season two because you walk in with a team that you have constructed versus one that was given to you when JT handed them out. And that's what I mean by tanking. That makes sense. Yeah, Neff lost yeah. on purpose. 
<laughs> so we had a good game. So it was definitely a good game by the Giants and uh, the Patriots. Moving on to the next game, another NFC East, AFC East matchup. We had the Dolphins and the Eagles. The Dolphins won this game 41-13. to uh, Jalen Hurts, 11 for 22. No touchdowns. He threw three picks. Uh, the rookie Spencer Rattler came in. He, had, he went four for seven with one interception, and I believe he had a fumble. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo debuted as a starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, 14 for 20, one TD, three interceptions. Uh, those were the major stats that game. Q, take us through this game. Uh, talk about the turnovers by the quarterbacks and what do you think was going on there? Uh, uh, for for Jalen Hurts, uh, he just he just was not accurate in the, in the rain. Uh, I think if it wasn't in the rain, he definitely would have had more completed passes. But uh, a lot of overthrows in the rain, and uh, he he should have just stuck with Derrick Henry. Every time Derrick Henry didn't get the ball, I was like smiling on the inside. Like you know, I legit just wanted him to pass the ball, even if it was open. I had a better chance of him making a bad read or bad throw than fucking Derrick Henry getting the ball who broke 10 tackles. Uh, so we was able to like stop the run enough <clears throat> to where he didn't want to keep doing it. Um, but like my interceptions, like even though I won and I won by a lot, the only thing I learned from that game was I throw dumbass interceptions like to Tyree kill. Like, and those what, what two of my interceptions was, I believe was just, I had no options. You know what? Let me throw it to Tyreek Hill. Oh, throw out a sack. But I'm trying to throw it 60 yards downfield. Why would I try to do that anyway? And, I mean, it would happen like I get a pick, I just throw it right back to him. The uh, second half start, instead of just running the ball, keeping it safe, oh, let me do something I haven't did all game. And every time I (laughs) deter from what I was doing and what the game plan was, bad things happen. So uh, I'm kind of disappointed in that. I will take one of those interceptions, but two of them could have been easily avoided. It's just me doing stupid shit. So uh, once you take that out of the game, uh, I think you got a much cleaner game in Miami. But I I can't afford to throw picks like that against top competition in PML. So, again, it's one of those things, breaking those bad habits last season uh, and just, you know, keeping uh, keeping the ball safe uh, because – if I was playing somebody like T-Bandit, those are two interceptions I would need back. If I'm playing somebody like Fallen in the division, those two interceptions are possessions that I need uh, that I just can't afford to give away. So that's mainly what I took from that. Did anybody else watch this game? I watched a little bit of it, and um, I obviously, you know, I, I did a, a Game of the Week thing with, with Wumbo and Q. Um, but, you know, I was talking to Wumbo, and he's excited about Jalen Hurts and everything, but it's – I don't think he understands once it's raining because he's like, oh, I'm, you know, mad in this, mad in that. I'm like, bro, it's raining. Like, you're not – you can't throw the ball the same way you could, you know, maybe next week when it's sunny. Um, you, you have to adjust, and like like Hugh said, he's got Derrick Henry. Why'd you trade for him? Just give your, your rookie just as many touches. Derrick Henry should be carrying your load the next, this, at least through this season. Whatever you do after that, he'll probably regress anyway, so you could move on from him. But um, just the adjustment to it's raining, I shouldn't be throwing 22 passes and knowing damn well I've only, you know, I'm only going to complete 50% and I'm, th- I'm just turning it over. Yeah, and then when we looked at that O-line before the game <laughs> and we saw Derrick Henry, we was like, bro, what the fuck are we going to do? 
because we know we had one of the worst defenses all around last year. Like, you, if you couldn't pass on us, you can run on us. If you couldn't run, you was able to pass on us. So the fact we able to hold Derrick Henry to 67 yards in 40 minutes under five yards of carry, I mean, I just think, uh, you know, that kind of was the game for us, just being stout on defense. But a lot of these games that's been played this season has been very good defense and low-scoring games. So uh, something is clicking for people, I think, on the defensive side of the ball. And the offense is just hard to come by. Yeah, the fact that the Eagles traded for Derrick Henry, um, I, he, you know, in my opinion, um, he, he doesn't have the best thick skills. And, I, and you know, with Derrick Henry, yeah, you could just run for it. But if, if you have some stick skills with him, too, then he's, then he's dangerous. Um, I mean, I don't think he's done the work that he should probably be doing with that O-line and Derrick Henry. So I don't even know if that was a good trade for him because he would have been better off with having Quez because we can see what um, – Bob is doing with Quez uh, over there in Tennessee. So he's not, he's definitely not taking advantage of Derrick Henry. For Derrick Henry, he only touched the ball 14 times. I mean, you know, just to say you have an X factor back or Derrick Henry, arguably the best back in the game, uh, you know, you can go one and two with him and JT. Um, I just don't think he's getting, I'm not going to say wasting Derrick Henry. I never say anybody's wasting. I just don't think. You know he's getting the return on that on that trade right now. Sounds like wasting. <laughs> sounds like well, I you know, Titans. He would have still been in Tennessee running the ball right now. That's what it sounds like to me. That, well, what do you think about it? Seeing, <laughs> seeing as that you're a fan, go ahead, Delo. Put your two cents in, man. No, I mean I wasn't a fan of the trade uh, in like, to begin with, to be honest. But I mean, if you're gonna go get Derrick Henry, I mean. I think I mean he didn't play bad. I mean the man had ten broken tackles on fourteen carries. So I mean the dude <laughs> Derrick Henry ain't the problem, right? I just think like he just needs the ball more. Like I don't know what this even split thing is, bro. I don't know who Chestnut is. Uh, Julius no, he Chestnut, bro. Then at the end of the game when it was like already out of reach. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, okay. I thought he was just running out. Like, bro, I don't know why Chestnut getting. No, that's <laughs> I was running against pre-pre-man. Oh, yeah. that's pre-man running. All right, bro, yeah, you need to get the ball. Bro, look at um, what Gr- Greeny's going to get the ball to JT 25 to 30 times a game. Derrick Henry's that same type of back. He needs the ball 25 to 30 times a game. Yeah. yeah. Or else he hey. just – you just not you, – you could get another running back. You do the I same thing. That O-line is just – Go ahead. I was just saying that O line is so good, so I think I think it's kind of what Hefe said. I don't think he got no stick behind it. He just running in the piles, it seems like, and, he gotta, and, praying, he and praying he come out on the other side. <laughs> so what what it is too is people don't realize like you got to know like if you really want to be a good runner, you got to know how your blocks are supposed to set up. You got to know where the hole is based on how the blocks are set up. Like you, there's so much to running that people don't realize that it's not just turn around, hand the ball off and then run straight or run around people. That's why you saw after, after we moved to next gen and we, after we moved away from that, uh, that more uh, video game ish movement, people fell off when it came to running the ball. They couldn't run the ball no more. Javion Hawkins, key, key fucking uh, example. Javion Hawkins, Best back in the league look like, you know, uh, uh, I forgot who, 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 what's his name from Naturals team that with the Ravens, but he looked like uh, TBJ. Yeah, he looked like TBJ, you know, phenomenal. 
And then once we move to next gen, the man can't run the ball no more. That's because you don't know how to run. You're just running around people or using speed to just run away from people when you need to know how your block set up. You need to know what holes to hit. You need to know how to run. And this matter to be effective. So if you're just turning the ball, turning around and hit the ball off to Derrick Henry and running straight, you ain't going to be effective because Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry can only do so much. You also need to know what you're doing. Yeah, so I think he was just happy with having that X factor back and thinking, you know, praying that he breaks a tackle and, you know, one on one with a DB. Man, um, I but think, it, it, man, I think, my, I think people in PML <laughs> be just loving to see, loving to see, um, uh, Ian Rappaport say say him and somebody is making a trade and have everybody go, ooh, what's about to happen? And then just love the conversation after it happens because I was riding with him with the trade thinking he know what he's doing. Like, it's clear, like, bro, there's no – first of all, damn near everybody should have a back that's getting 20 carries in this med. So, that, so now when you're talking about you got Gary Gary – Bro, you got 14 carries. Bro, what are you doing, bro? Like, you you just basically did that just to make everybody go, ooh, or or something. Like, it's stuff like that that be making me think, like, did Bubba cash up you $20? It's stuff like that. It's no, stuff no. Like What's funny, looking at the, the picture, it's like, if I had Derrick Henry in my game versus Cook, I might have ran away with that game. It, I made bro, it work. Not even close, fam. We're going to talk about my game clearly, but, like, like I literally was just telling Q, like, Q, I literally just lost the game because I, because I walked out there with rookies out here trying to swing it and have fun. And, and then I was the number one rushing uh, offense last year. Yeah. And like, and, like, bro, and, like, I don't got Derrick Henry. Like, fam, if I had Derrick Henry, oh, my God. Jonathan, and you well, got you got someone with him that doesn't know what he's doing. Well, I will say this, this, and that's what I was gonna do. I will say this, and we're gonna move on to the next game. I will say this: with that offensive line and having AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, getting Henry was not a bad trade. No, at all. I, I think it's just it just probably at this point went into the wrong hands. But you, if you would think, shit, I can have that O line, those receivers on the outside. And, yeah, we've all agreed that speed is not speed this year, so giving up Quez Watkins wasn't terrible. You would think, like, in the right hands, that's a hell of a trade. Just right yeah. now, it's just not panning out because of where it went. And that's why I said it was a good trade. Y'all going to say that that was the whole reason I said because I wasn't thinking about he was going to do this, but I was like, this is when PML knows people better than me because it ain't like they know Wombo better than me. They know a Wombo better than me. They know yeah. a Wombo better than me. Like, so I was arguing with people, like, how could you say it's a bad trade? Like, you run the ball with Henry, you wait until you lull him to sleep, and then you got one-on-ones. And you punch him in the mouth. Yes, play action <laughs> is going to kill. But well, he, got, he still got A.J. Brown and – uh. And Devontae Smith Devontae out there, Smith, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a stuff. And Robbie Anderson, yeah. too. Yeah, and he grabbed Yeah, nah, and he added Robbie Anderson. Yep. Yeah, he's got a stacked wide receiver room. Yeah, and so I mean if if he if he gets if he gets better, um that, that team will be dangerous. Moving on to the next game, we have the Carolina Panthers. Against, what was what was that? Uh okay. 
Dallas Goddard is one of the best tight ends in the game, too. Don't forget about that. Oh, yeah, that too. Yes, yeah. Uh, moving, on to the, moving on to the next game, Carolina Panthers versus Tennessee Titans. Uh, we probably saw the outcome coming, not the score. Uh, Carolina Panthers scored 24 points while the Tennessee Titans put up 59 points. It was Anthony 35 Richardson, to nothing. 35 yeah, nothing. It was just 35 nothing to start <laughs> off. So Anthony Richardson uh, in his debut, 18 for 27, two TDs and three interceptions. Uh, Malik Willis uh, – didn't put the ball up much, didn't have to, but he was five for seven with three TDs, uh, 145 yards, uh, zero interceptions. Um, we had Willis with nine carries for 99 yards, but we had Bijan Robinson in his debut, 14 attempts, 139 yards with a long of 22 and one TD. Uh, so who wants, who wants to start first with this game? I, I want to I say this. Uh, he was up 35 nothing in JT. It, uh, probably hit Bubba's DMs like, you're going to get suspended because I got that power unless you let me score 24 on you and have a decent debut with, with Anthony Richardson. So uh, Bubba, being the guy he is, obliged and uh, let Anthony Richardson go off. Uh, is, is this another one? And I'll, and I'll uh, ask uh, King K this directly. Is this another one you think, okay, with Bubba having this start to the season, another one that you could say was probably looking – Playing underneath his skill level last year, I don't want to say tanking, but you know, playing underneath his skill level. So uh, before uh, he tackles that, I do want to mention, you know, talking with Bubba, he he wasn't happy getting the the Titans because he had the Titans, uh, not last cycle but the cycle before. So he wasn't happy getting the Titans. Um. So that whole first season was a mix of him, you know, jumping from the Texas, uh, the uh, Colts to the Titans. Then, you know, he, he said he had a lot of stuff to do in his personal life and that his schedule was, was hectic with school and shit. So it was a combination of a lot of things. But one of the things is also getting a team like the Titans that it's not your favorite team, but um, it, it's not your favorite team. You don't really like the players on it and you already had them. So it kind of just turns you off, like uh, Kieran was saying. Who doesn't want to play with the Titans, bro? A- a- anybody not named D-Lord? What? Bro, listen, bro. The Titans got Traylon Burks, bro. You got Derrick Henry. I mean, you, I mean I if, you, you, if, if you like Malik, Malik you, you can play with Malik, bro. But, you know, fuck Malik, bro. You got Tannehill out there, bro. Oh, my you God. Got, you got guys, bro. <laughs> you got got you got dogs out there. You got Byron Malik out is there, the only bro. Reason why I would accept the Titans and be you okay. got you got Byron out there, bro. Listen, you got Landry, bro. Come on, do they got man. Big you got Byron? guys, bro. Do they got big nah, Byron? you don't have Big Byron, bro. But it's all good. You don't need them, bro. You got Simmons, bro. You got guys. See this, and if see, you don't even like the this, team, trade them to me. See, if you, see this is see. I wanted this those players. This Deloitte talking. We need to talk to King Dev, bro. <laughs> mm. bro I like bro, King Dev better because he got a better. He not biased, bro. King bro, Dev just be guys, bro. Listen, bro. You don't need a Malik Willis shouldn't play till season three, bro. I hate how you play two sim like that. When you said <laughs> that for me, somebody that's not sim, I said I hate Deloitte for saying it's not sim to play Malik ASAP. <laughs> Bro, but, he should have played. 
Man, D. Lloyd, people got to listen to you. Man, my bad. Y'all keep going with y'all talking about. I, I just want to, D. Lloyd taught me some stuff when he said that. That, that, that had me thinking some stuff. Go ahead. Uh, if, this was a, if this was a league, if PML was a league like some other leagues that, that got 10, 12 seasons in, then okay, you can sit in the league. But what's the fun in having the Titans if you're in a league that only gets five seasons in? Because he's going to be ass, bro. Did you not see how much he complained <laughs> for him the first season? Malik's accuracies are so bad, bro. Like, even if you want to have a good time, bro, he's going to just throw the ball wherever he wants to. <laughs> you know, you're right. You're right, but not with the quarterback. I like, but you all right, and and I took what you said when you first said that to to change some stuff. Like I stopped playing my rookies, and what I started doing was I would just put AR in them and say, "When you're ready, when you're ready, you you I'll be here waiting on you." But but we we don't get enough we don't get enough XP for stats anyway to be sitting over here losing games because your ass is out here playing. that's why that's why pml does allow that because the xp don't really matter bro you just put ar in the dude send him to a training camp have a good preseason next year and he's ready to go and still try to win some games unless you don't care about winning games and then at that point then yeah go ahead and play the dude bro but I mean, and now looking at the bigger picture, D-Lo, can we say lower and XP was the best thing to happen to BNL? Yeah, I mean, it allows for extra stuff, bro. Like, to me, like, you don't have to play the guy and you don't have to spam a dude. And that's why that's one of the main reasons we wanted to lower. Because, like, before you could just give the one guy the ball all fucking game and he was going to load up on XP. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I ain't gonna lie. That was one of that to me. That was one of the. That's one of the best things that I've yeah. ever seen. Because what happens is it makes you really play sim. Because like you know, I was just telling Z and Q this. I said, I said that man because because you don't make no money because you don't make no 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 XP from stats. Ain't no point of trying to spam uh, your rookie to get things. I was like, you should just try to win the game because he'll make more XP because of your team success. Then he yep. would if if you spammed him with a whole bunch of stats and y'all lost all year. I said my yep. Ravens look way different because we went to the Super Bowl, so everybody got XP so much. <laughs> like everybody looks different because we actually That's, went to the Super Bowl. Bro, we I lost so much. Everybody was depressed in Arizona, bro. It was just red <laughs> all the way down. <laughs> what 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 also what also hurt uh, coaches like uh, Bubba who had like a some a young person, especially your QB, to develop was we got to we got to uh attribute crest so late in the year. So it's like shit, I can't even do anything. I can't even help him out during the season. So that's probably was a little bit of a turn off as well because it was it was so long. The season was damn near over by the time he could actually start putting everything in. Playing. Yeah. <laughs> you had Tannehill, bro. Ain't hey, no man. comparison season Ooh. one. Don't nobody want to play with Tannehill. Bro, but listen, bro. Bro. If you objectively look at it, ain't no reason he should be playing season one, bro. Put him in a couple wildcat packages, run some QB reads. Cool. That, that, that's your package from a league. Be the Marcus Mariota. The yeah, bro. Be the Mariota, bro. If you could have uh, year one, you would have started Mariota over Kyler. So, <laughs> nah, I would have played Mariota though. I ain't crazy now. You notice who's still <laughs> taking the snaps. Tyler's short ass is still out there, bro. But you will find a way to get the other dude out there at least a couple times a game. I don't, I don't get why you would with Tyler Murray, but I could get it with Derek Carr or 
you know, somebody <laughs> that can't move. But with Kyler no. Murray, he can move already. Who you, who you need to get Mariota out there for? Y'all better pay attention to D. Lloyd. I, I watched. I, I see. I'll be watching at AR, and I saw. I saw him hitting Kyler Murray's carry the other day. I said, "Okay, I see what yeah, you want." Yeah, and then I stopped. Lloyd. And then I stopped. I, I said, "I don't have enough points for these for these games, bro." You get one. You won't see another carry Nashville before a while, bro. I was with. He got one. <laughs> he spent my whole one point on, on Kyler Murray's carry. I was like, nah, bro. I got to go ahead and get some of these guys' ratings up. d Lloyd's saying they're mad as fuck that he can't put anything into kick accuracy this season. <laughs> bro, I thought about sending uh, I thought about sending Isabella to the return camp. Because you get like plus six or something, plus eight to your kick, like return, eight return, return, kick return. Like, yeah, you know, bro. You know how enticing that was? <laughs> I might gotta do it. Man, hell no, nah, D Lord, you tripping. <laughs> I did it last year, bro. I have a whole conspiracy that players block better if you have a higher kick return rating, bro. I don't have no proof of this. Not a single thing of proof, bro. But in my head, your your team blocked better for you. <laughs> I believe it. I believe those ratings help uh, other Rating gotta do something, right? Yeah, they do something. <laughs> I'm telling you they do. Uh, moving on to the next game. Uh, you had the San Francisco 49ers against the Dallas Cowboys, uh, 49ers 7, Dallas Cowboys uh, 27. Trey Lance, 11 for 20, one touchdown, five interceptions. Dak uh, Prescott, <laughs> Prescott, 15 for 21, 238 yards, three TDs, no interceptions. Uh, you had C.D. Lamb with six catches for 104 yards, one touchdown. Um, those are the real significant stats there that game. Oh, no, it ain't. No, they not. Who, <laughs> who called one of them picks? Who called one of those five picks? Well, you know, we're going to we're gonna get to that, man. You know, it's going to get to that. The star that of the better game. better not be the rookie, bro. I will leave the star, this. Listen, the, the star so. of the game, to, 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 to seal it, the Ricky White, okay, <laughs> with the change of direction pick. Nah, bro. He's testing me, bro. Nah. Going from, high, going from high to low. Okay. Uh, I'll holler at boys later, bro. The <laughs> <laughs> Ricky White, okay, in in his in his season debut, one tackle, one interception, four fantasy points. Don't get any better. Than hey, that, four fantasy points. I bet you. I bet you. I bet you had a fire ass interview after the game. No, too, the interview bro. was fire. interview was <laughs> fucking fire, bro. Interview was fire. Bro, y'all y'all joking? He speaks for the team when they call Dak up. Hey, Ricky goes up. Man, <laughs> interview hey, came hey, after hey. the game. He said, "This is the moment I've been waiting on, baby." Hey, hey. You know, <laughs> you see my highlights. <laughs> Listen, fifty nine overall and all. Oh, but um, God, but no, the tell the tell Oh, gee, he's a 59 now? Or he's a 58? Yeah, uh, he was like a 58, right? He's up. He's up. <laughs> he up. On, we, we up around here, man. Dude, I'm telling y'all, Dariki White, baby, y'all, y'all joking. He's going to be a bro, team captain. All I know, bro, you see Dariki on the field, you know 100% who's using that man, bro. Because as soon as he goes CPU control, that boy don't know what's going on, bro. You got to check Dariki. If, if you see him moving like a a a CPU, you play at your you running all the way to the opposite end zone. You're <laughs> going on the bench like you just got called off by the coach. Um, <laughs> uh, but the, the, the tail of the game, really, to be to be quite honest with you, the the 49ers offense, they just don't have the firepower right now. Outside of Kittle, they really don't have much. Oh, so no, I'm not. I'm talking about. I'm outside of Kittle. They really, they really don't have much. 
Um, and we were actually able to hold Kittle to, um, you know, very low yardage, only four receptions. No, no really explosiveness on the offense, so it's going to be really hard for him to move the ball. Uh, he's really going to have to scheme that offense up, especially not having Debo there anymore. Um, Trey Lance is, you know, hasn't been really uh, devved up to where he's, you know, really accurate or really a, a, a stable quarterback. I mean, you're going to use him. Um, he's going to get him there. But that was really the, the telltale of the game was just his offense is just not ready to, to really move and be explosive right now. So you could take some chances on defense that you probably couldn't take against another coach just because of the players that are on the field. So I wanted to ask you a question. When, uh, when you saw that interview after you drafted uh, Dereki, did you say automatically, like, that's, that's my defensive captain? He's getting the listen, C on his chest. Listen, just so you understand, that's all, we, that's all my, my scout staff had to see on Dereki was the interview. We never saw any highlights. <laughs> we, they came in and said, this is the interview, and the rest is history. If I drop you on the game and fucking do rookie has a C on his fucking chest, bro. I am gonna lose my shit. Bro, he's gonna. Well, I think we play this year. He's gonna be an honorary captain for our game. We Here. play next week, and he's not ready to be oh, honorary captain. So oh, we nah. do. Oh, then he's 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 spying Kyler all day. Let's see Kyler. Ninety-two speed, eighty-five change direction. He's spying Kyler all day. He ain't gonna find um, Kyler. I don't run with Kyler now. Mariota, they could go head up. Right, he's gonna bust Mariota ass too. But no, this fucking game. And, and, for, and I just think, and I just say, for me, it's just I have more. I'm having more fun with this roster because I got. I actually got players on there. Like you know, I know we're laughing, but Dereki White. I got. I trade for Brandon Joyce. Yeah. yeah, so I got guys like I actually want to have fun with playing the game as opposed to last year. And uh, I've, I've I've settled in to saying, okay, Dak is going to be the quarterback, so I'm not fighting that anymore. <laughs> so now I'm just like, all right, I, I know what I can do. And I think the biggest thing uh, from this that's going to be from this year to last year is. I know the throws that I can make now. Like last year I was throwing, like for me to throw the ball, I was like, this person has to be wide open. Now I'm trusting C.D. Lamb. I'm trusting Brevin Jordan to make the plays, to make contested catches. You know, like I'm going to try you if I see, T- if I see C.D. one-on-one. It's not a bad throw. I'm trying you. I'm, I'm going to try you with C.D. Lamb, and you just got well, to be a better user. You got to be a better user. Well, He's playing the right guy this week. Because <laughs> I pay Byron too much money now, <laughs> not to figure this shit out. But what, what were you saying, Q? I was like, Dak is not a bad QB though, especially with no. those uh, abilities he got. Like, you know I mean, he well, can no, put, he's not a, he can put it yeah, in place where a lot of other QBs can't put it. So yeah, he can. He's not a bad QB, but you know, we've we've had this conversation debate about different QBs, even with Hype Mike and Jordan Love as opposed to Trevor Lawrence. You just gotta you gotta want to that person to be your QB. Yeah. You know, and I was just like I was trying to everybody I was trying to move that I was like, oh, I'm just not having fun with it. It's just not fun because yeah, you want to win and you want to try to have fun. It was just the games just weren't fun. Like the Dallas Cowboys, they were just boring. Um but now you have a few guys that you want to have fun with that you want to develop and you know just saying okay if I see somebody covered, but I, but I can, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to test your user skills. You know, I, I'm going to do that this year. So it's going to be a different Dallas Cowboys team and looking to have fun and we'll go from there. But moving on to the next game, um, we have the Indianapolis Colts against the Houston Texans. Uh, this is the return of drama. The Colts 49, the Texans 10, uh, Drew Locke 14 for 15. 221 yards with three touchdowns and zero interceptions. Uh, Jameis Winston, 19 for 36 with 150 yards, zero TDs, and four interceptions. 
Um, we had Charbonnet with 19 attempts, 111 yards. Uh, Kamara with his debut with the Texans, 12 attempts for 88 yards. Uh, Butte with for his NFL debut, four receptions, 90 yards, two TDs. Debo Samuel mm. with his with his uh, debut for the Texans, four catches, 45 yards. Those are the significant stats. Uh, who wants to comment on this game? Uh, I'll just say that I hope I really, 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 really do hope. When I saw when I saw that coach coach come in talking about uh, Drew Locke didn't write back and Charbonnet's the best running back, I'm like, bro, I don't think you know. I don't know that. I don't know that you know that you played somebody who has literally got no reps in Madden. Like you might as well have played your little brother who's like 13, <laughs> because. If you think that that's going to fly when you start to play these dogs who really play this shit, that is not happening like that. So, so I'm telling you, you need to take with a grain of salt what you was able to do. You so know, I especially mean, in your division when you got Bubba and Hype Mike, boy, you better take that with a grain of salt. Well, first of all, he shouldn't be out there anyway. You have a goat by the name of Will Levis. And Will Levis needs to be in the start. That, that's the quarterback over there, bro. I don't know what's going on. I can't well, get behind Cardinals this two-lock situation. The Cardinals didn't take him. He was about to, bro. He went three picks ahead of us. You, you, you was going to take him in the second round for real? Yeah. I wasn't going to waste a first round on a novelty pick. I would definitely waste a second round pick on a novelty you, pick. You should have you should have <laughs> taken him at number nine or whatever, 12, wherever you were. Absolutely you should have took not. him. And let Zach no, Harris fall. Not nine, but once he <laughs> saw him in the twenties, it was it was easy to go up a few slots, and and, and and he chose not to. It was not easy to go up a few spots. You see what people were requiring. I had to talk. I ain't gonna air him. I had a conversation, bro. It was, <laughs> he almost moved. Well, you right because you right because I, I went up five slots. And, <laughs> it was and not JT, cheap. And I went up four slots, and JT charged my ass a fifth round pick, and I was like, <laughs> he got me so easy because. I was too busy doing a damn show, and <laughs> and I just saw Jordan Addison falling, and I was like, oh, shit, I started getting antsy. Like, I thought he was going top 13, 14. <laughs> oh, shit. Who, who got this pick? I messaged him. He said, he said, you want to trade back? I said, yeah. He said, he said okay, uh, sending a fifth, okay? That's uh, a, I that's said, okay. And after it was over, I said, this son of a bitch got me. <laughs> Speaking of, this is that's good payback because I remember in the draft, right? I'm watching your stream and I'm I'm watching the pitch. Then uh, at 17, I forgot who it was. 16, 17. It might even have been when Hefe was. I I it was somebody and you were yelling, Michael Mayer, Michael Mayer, and I'm like, shit, I want him to fall for to 20. Then JT <laughs> came up at 18, right? JT came up. He's like, hey, you want to jump up a couple slots? I'll just charge you a six. I was like. You know what? Let's do it because this man's screaming Michael Mayer at the top of his lungs. He's screaming Michael Mayer at the top of his lungs. <laughs> of his lungs. Hey, no, no. It, it was, it, I think it was to me because we were on the show no, and I didn't you. even realize it was my pick. I was because I, I was on the show. I say, like, "Oh shit, it's my pick." I got like twenty seconds to pick. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's like the lines. I was like, "Oh," I was like. And I had, I was like, fuck it, let me just take this tackle. And it ended up being the best. Like, that tackle, he came Not, in at a 77. He's an 81 already. Yeah, he's solid. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah no, 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 he's a casual to it out there. He's an 81 already, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, it went full circle. 
JT got both of them. The karma didn't got me back because because and JT popped my ass for that fifth soak, but it was he did it so like like I'm helping you out. So that's why I stepped it so fast. And then after I got Jordan Addison and realized, see, because let me tell you why I messed up. Why I messed up was I didn't know Jigba was on on the on the. I didn't it, it did because I was too busy doing the show. I didn't understand that Jigba was there too. So the fact that they were four slots away from me, there was no way they were both going ahead of me. Maybe one, but yeah, not both. So, but I was too busy doing the show, like I said. So I couldn't. I didn't get to think that. So when I thought JT got that fifth round, I just thought to myself, this motherfucker, JT just sits around and just gets people for draft picks. He got a two <laughs> for Baker Mayfield. He didn't got a six out of you to go up a few spots. He just sit there and just steal from everybody. Yeah, bro. And those yeah. late round picks are the best picks to have, bro. Because you take yeah. you take flyers and sometimes they be just as solid, bro, at a fraction of the price. They be how much you paying him? Six hundred K? <laughs> yeah, and Dax Hill was yeah, a sixth exactly. round pick last year, and Dax Hill turned out to be ninety three overall strong safety for me by year four, and he was a six overall six round pick. That's Going the biggest round, bro. Those prices are the biggest deal, bro. Because think about it, if Will Levis would have went top ten, Will Levis would have been making what ten million a year, fit ten, you know, eight million years around there. Now this man probably making like two. Yep. <laughs> two yeah, yeah, no way, bro. So those are the best picks to get. Sometimes, sometimes you just got to go up and get like a Dariki White or something. But you know, nah, nah. <laughs> anyway, sometimes, man, sometimes <laughs> you gotta let him let him slide, so, bro. Move, move, moving on to uh, Q's uh, division mates. We have the Bills versus the Jets. This was a really good game. Uh, the Bills thirty-five, Jets thirty-eight. Josh Allen twenty-three for twenty-nine, three TDs, but he also threw t- three interceptions. Uh, Zach Wilson. 22 for 31, 345 yards, four TDs, one interception. Uh, the highlights there, you had Davis with five catches for 100 yards. Uh, you had Claypool with six receptions for 150 yards and two, two TDs. Uh, did, did any, does anyone know, did he leave Claypool at tight end or did he put him back to receiver? No, he's at tight end. He's at tight end. So this was a good game. Uh, Q, did you watch this game of your uh, division mates? Q don't care. Yeah. I, I, I was I was watching it and uh, I, I I enjoyed the fact that he did it came in chat and complained about uh, Fallen's game gameplay like he hasn't been the same guy since Madden 19. It's like the guy's never changed. He does the same. He has the same concept. He likes the uh, drags. He likes the running back on the the t- uh, not the table route but the the uh, quick out. He likes his uh, seam and then he likes his crosser. He's not throwing much else besides them. Team, cable route, drag. He's not throwing much else. So it, you should know what's coming. You should know how he plays, and you shouldn't be complaining about it in, in general chat when you, you could have won that game easily. After going down 14 nothing, and you came back, and it was 35-35, to 35, um, you, you, were, you were definitely in, in the place to win that game. Yeah, I, sometimes attrition sets in with, with with games just because when you battle back so hard and you go through so much to go back, kind of you start to mentally wear down. And you have to – that's sort of mentally tough. And I'm not saying TV ain't mentally tough at all. But uh, but I'm just saying, like, it takes a real mental fortitude to, to go down 
to 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 get back and then to take the lead and to take it over and to win the game because you sometimes you just like you air out you just like you know it's just you know you gave all you had you know mentally but I ain't making an excuse I'm just saying the honest truth sometimes what happens because it happens to me all the time. Yeah, I can agree. Mentality, yeah. I I can agree. Sometimes play call fatigue sets in. Yeah. And, you know, you're battling. You're in one of those games where you're battling and, you know, it just takes one or two times to call a lazy defense, like something you you know you shouldn't call, but you're like, all right, I just let me just call something a little different. And that play call fatigue sets in. And that's the one where it's a third down where you need to get them off the field and you call a BS play or you give up a touchdown and you're like, and as soon as the play is over, you're like, why the fuck did I call that play? So I do agree with you that sometimes in those games, play call fatigue can set in, and it just you just start doing some dumb stuff for like a series or two, and next thing you know, the game is in a different place than where it was, you know, three minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Moving on to the next game, we have the Saints versus the Falcons. Saints 22, Falcons 26. Uh, we had Young with his debut of 17 for 25, three TDs, three interceptions. Ritter, 16 for 24, 178 yards. Um, Obviously, the big story here is the debut of the Atlanta Falcons' new running back, Jonathan Taylor, 27 attempts, 165 yards, uh, two TDs, and eight eight broken tackles. That's how he's Uh, a new running back. Also, Jonathan Taylor, seven receptions for 72 yards. So he's going to get man, suspended. So, yeah, he's so, definitely going to hit that suspension, but that's how you – He's going to get suspended. So let's just start there. Um, well, anybody and, have anything to say about this game? And, and I just want to add to that, the Falcons were down four with two minutes to go and ran, and Jonathan Taylor literally won the game he ran. He ran like eight times in a row in a two-minute drill to Jonathan Taylor to, to run for a touchdown. I'm talking about from the 25 to the end zone. No, I was I was impressed, bro. That's how you do it. And then the man has a counter thing. Lloyd, that made me be like, you know what? I wrote some notes down like, hey, <laughs> if it's two minutes to go, you can run it down a motherfucking throat to win you the don't game. Because most people play, they play so conservatively that you can run yep. the ball. Yeah. Yep. The, I seen it. I said, bro, Jonathan Taylor went out and won this game. I just want to – well, the only thing I got to say about this game is that you see what the difference is for a whole team, the difference with a team has a 99 overall player. I mean, the Falcons are night and day. The quarterback play is night and day. They didn't even have Kyle Pitts to, for the whole damn near the whole game. But it's just different when you got an impact X-factor 99 overall playmaker. It's just different. The whole everything about y'all as a team. It feels like you play better defense, offense. The morale just is flowing. Yeah, you probably and, do. And, and, <laughs> and granted, and granted, yes, JT is a superstar X Factor, but everybody knows Greeny loves JT, and it's just different. Now it enhances it because he's a superstar factor, but it it also enhances when you just have those players that you just love playing with. Everything mm-hmm. is different about that team. Um, so, you know, but other than that, if he keeps using JT like he's using him, he's going to be suspended. So that's that's not even going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially with the with the mid season. Don't forget, we got the mid season shit now, bro. So. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you don't have the luxury of just running him to week 12 and then be like, all right, let me chill out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, you so have the luxury now. Like, let me run him for two weeks and then let me chill out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but the next game, uh, we have the Jaguars versus the Rams. Uh, the Jags, 44. Rams, 14. Jordan Love. 15 for 22, 242 yards, two, D, two TDs, two interceptions. Matthew Stafford, 13 for 28, one TD, but through six interceptions. Travis Etienne, 29 attempts, 123 yards. Um, we had Sanders, 11 attempts, 130 yards. Uh, those are the significant stats of this game. Did anybody watch this game? Anybody have anything to say about this game? Oh, it was, it was uh, straight domination. Yes. Those are ratings. It was raping and pillaging from the Jaguars. That's shocking to me. Like I didn't like. I'm if you just told me hi Mike won, I wouldn't have been shocked. You know what I mean? But like by that amount, and from what I've heard, obviously about it being like just a one-sided game. So I, I want to. But it could just be one of those games. I don't want to think too much into it either. You know what I mean? But definitely. I want to. I want to. I want to talk about the perspective. Remember, D line, you always want to say uh, matchups. Matchup yeah. Yeah. So I feel like matchup made this not a game, if that makes sense. So basically, uh, what I'm saying is DK, everybody knows DK. He's not a football guy. He is a Madden meta guy that, you know, runs this, runs this stuff that he's been running for years because he, he knows it works. He's been playing Madden for a while. Now he runs into somebody like Hype Mike. That is like, I could do that too. Knows how to lock it down. Then also knows how to work on offense. Like he's, uh, Hype Mike got that little bit of uh, football as well, as well as being young and knowing how Madden works. So it's like yeah. that matchup is a nightmare for somebody like DK that can't turn to football to try to counter what he's doing. He's still going to run his same shit and everything's locked up and he has no clue what to do. Man, that's a that's a dang you right. That's a dangerous combo when you got a I know that middle shit. I know how to lock it down. I'm young. I'm fresh. I love to play Madden, and I can be a little cheesy. That's <laughs> yeah. a bad. That's a beast ass combo, boy. And, so and that, I'm, that, say, I'm a fan of like, like for real. Like even watching this game, I was like, <laughs> I I be really fans of like how people play the game, and like Mike be so refreshing to me because Mike is. Talent-wise, Mike could, could mess around. If you just want to go points for just talent of playing Madden, Mike could be just the talentedest person in PML, just of yeah. the talent of playing Madden. Yeah, the Yeah, like just his talent. I remember, uh, and you were obviously here. Uh, for, no, what are you? I don't even know if Neff was here. It could have been the time he took the season off or whatever. But um, his first season in here, bro, uh, I played against him. And he pushed our shit all the way in. This is when we still had Nat in the league and stuff. And I came out and said, nah, this is the best dude I played in here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know what y'all talking about, bro. And I'm telling you, bro. I played again. The, the, only, the only thing that stops Hype Mike, and I was lucky enough to play against him last year in the same division. So I, the only thing that stops Hype Mike is Hype Mike. This you can frustrate him. 
Yeah, that's, this, that's where I was. That's where yeah. I was going. Like last year, we played, and what start and, he, and what started my win streak last year was I, I beat him. But it, you're not going to stop his offense. You have to make him drive. Mike likes he hype. Mike likes the big play. If you can just kind of keep him having to repeat plays and get into that play call fatigue, that's when you have a chance to beat hype. Mike, you have to just play. Like I go into the game. Just knowing he's gonna get, you're gonna give up big plays. You're gonna be frustrated. You're like, how the hell was that open? You're gonna give up the big plays. You just have to make him continue to work for it. Like, get him down into the red zone. He struggles a little bit in the red zone, um, but those, you know, you know, anything outside of the red zone, he's gonna get the big play. You have to run him into. You literally have to run him into play call fatigue, and that's really your shot at beating Hype Mike. I mean, the man is a, a beast on the sticks. The only thing that stops him is you, and you hear it on his stream. He starts to get frustrated on his streams. He's sure he right. You get, do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and what happens is when he starts to get frustrated, he goes away from his game plan. And when and he, he goes away from his game plan, it. right, and he starts to just like whatever, and then he starts making excuses as to why he's going to lose as opposed to pushing through it. So you're not going to beat him. Play call for play call, you're probably not going to beat him. You just have to do enough to where you like, all right, I'm not giving you the big touchdowns. I'll give you the 20-yard pass. I'll, you know, I'll give you to the red zone. But it's, you can't get that, that deep pass in the red zone. And you, then you have to kind of frustrate him. Yeah. Um, Look around, let and, him start feeling himself, boys. That'll be a yeah, long it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that's, that goes from him being young. I've, I've, said, I've wrote this 100 times. I've told this to King Mike 100 times. These young boys, the young boys, that 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 be them in, in in the game. Like they be so good, but they get frustrated so easy. And I I tell King my God, I'm like, you know, life ain't just hit them yet. And I ain't trying to make them like, cause I was young, younger as their age at one time too. But when you ain't deal with a lot of adversity, the this little adversity get to you, and you talking about that, and it's like, you know, you just young, and you mature out of that where that ain't even a thing anymore but you got to go through it being younger and and, and I, I see so much of it when i watch them play him play for sure yeah you're 100 right last year i was watching him play a game it wasn't against me but i heard him and i hit him in the dm like yo don't get down on yourself like don't let him hear you say that stuff on your screen because you're getting down on yourself and he was like yeah i know and that's just something that he knows but he's aware he has to work through it too. So it's at least it's something that he's aware of and knows yeah, that yeah. that's the that's one of the mental blocks that he has to work out. And you you hit it a hundred percent on the head. Some of the things in your everyday life, because you're competitive, and because it's mad and everybody wants to save face, nobody wants to hear somebody talk about them in chat. That's just what it is. You you know you, you, like you just said, uh, Kinke. Sometimes that stuff that that hasn't hit you in life can transfer over when you're not getting your way, even in, even if it's just mad. You know exactly. what I mean? You start making excuses as to why something won't work because you just haven't had enough life adversities yet and know that you can make it through those things. And I know it sounds a little deep for a Madden game, but some of that stuff actually transfers over. Man, it really does. It really, really, really does. I'm telling you, I see them from the – it's always the young boys, and it's not to say that they – the, the, the ones that are younger, they more care about what everybody thinks, what everybody says, and they, they more want to do it because of what they want to be looked at. When they got to look at motherfuckers like Neff, motherfuckers like Neff, Neff will get his ass drugged and still be like, I love Madden. HD will be the butt of a joke for weeks and just be like, 
Shit, but Nolan Smith good though. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you can just tell, like you could just tell H D got a family and kids, bro. Like he ain't sweating your ass. Like, yeah, like this shit is me, but that's the thing. Like he's like, yo, this shit is just fun for me. Like you got you can pet like you could be competitive and still enjoy it. Um, like you said, some of the people who and, and which is fine. They just haven't gotten to that point in life yet. But life will hit them. They'll and they'll you know it won't mean so much. But you know, I right now, hate, I literally hit King K and I said, uh, what was I said? I said something about along those lines. I said, bro, life's so stressful right now, bro. I don't give a fuck. I'm not letting y'all bring me down this shit. Straight <laughs> <laughs> up. He's having more fun than me. Nobody, I don't care who's playing. I am not getting. I might get fucked up the game. Nobody's, nobody's beating me in fun, bro. That ain't happening. Well, speaking of which, Deloitte and the Cardinals had a lot of fun against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Isaiah Simmons had a lot of fun. Forty-one to three. Specifically, had fun. Trevor Lawrence in his debut. Um, after that blockbuster trade, 18 for 36, 238 yards, zero TDs, four interceptions. Um, Najee Harris, two for two, throwing the ball. I don't know what that was about. Kyler Murray, 10 for 13. He went wildcat. Okay, he went wildcat. Oh, he's throwing the ball in that wildcat now? Bet. I've noticed. <laughs> 149 <laughs> yards. Uh, those are the big stats. You know, Connor had a good day on the ground, seven attempts, 95 yards. Um, Deloy, take us through this game. Take us through uh, how you had fun. Uh, I mean, we talked about it. It was actually closer than the look. Like it sounds crazy, but we put up oh, so many points in that third quarter, bro. Like that third quarter was the difference maker. But uh, he threw back to back pick sixes to the same guy. Like that 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 changes your <laughs> mentality, bro. Because after that, he just had to start throwing the ball, and <laughs> so I kind of played it to the game. But um, I think. Honestly, me not focusing like on other teams going in because I I listened back to the prediction show after after my game. I had no idea he traded for uh uh that defensive tackle, bro. I had no idea his defensive line was like supposed to be that stack. So my dumbass was out here running the ball, having just <laughs> playing like I ain't know who he had on his team because I didn't. You know, I was out here playing. Um, uh, so I think that kind of helped too. Like also just that. You didn't get naive part, yeah, like that naive part. Like I had no idea what I was like technically going up against. And then, like I said, once the game was close, it was just taking, trying to take care of the football more, um, having fun with my guys, bro. Like I was giving the ball to Lou Nichols, I was giving the ball to Chris Rodriguez, even though they're both ass. And like you know what I mean, I was just having fun with my guys, bro. And then he threw the picks, and once I knew he had to throw the ball, then you know we just. So, so I want to ask your, your opinion on this because I all through last season, you know, I think A-Rod drove in the excuse or the point that, oh, I don't have my quarterback. I don't have my quarterback. I don't have my – now he has his quarterback and he does that. So would you say that it was the quarterback or is it A-Rod? For me, I mean, I didn't play – I mean, Trevor Lawrence did not play good. Um, he he missed some throws. He could have had like maybe a touchdown or two. He just missed them. Um, but I know with A Rod, it's like one thing I noticed is like there's no in between. It's like either he's gonna take a deep shot or he's gonna like dump it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so yeah. the the funny the funny thing is 
we've we've talked about this in the past, but having being able to call multiple plays that bend but don't break defense, the defense that Z plays, defense that Zach plays, they're gonna make you call a lot of plays. You better be able to call a lot of plays. And I feel like, you know, A Rod is one of those shot or not guys that once he starts to have having to call multiple plays, that's when you start getting the interceptions. That's why the first half was good. And then the second half just took off because he ran out of stuff to call. He ran out of ideas and out of plays to call. That's awesome. I mean, these 10 minutes, you know, we talk about it all the time. Like, it's uh, really a test of nutrition, right? Because you're playing so long. Like, you actually have time to really, really make adjustments or figure out your opponent, you know, as opposed to like a six minute online head to head game or, you know, those eight minute quarter games, stuff like that. So, I mean, I think there's some merit behind stuff like that. I mean, I think, though, his defense is good. And his defense alone, like, that front is going to just cause enough people problems, especially teams that want to run the ball all game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I do think he'll have a solid season, or well, better than, than last season. Um, And, of course, he has the quarterback that can make a throw. You know what I mean? So, like, those deep shots that he won't take, like, he's going to connect. Just, just you know, just, you know he just lost yeah. to you, right? I know, and that's why I'm like, I don't know how long. As I'm like, I don't know how far we about to go with it, but like, <laughs> well, I mean, you got you do you, you you do have to give him a little bit of time. It is his first game with the quarterback. You do have to learn what he what that QB can and can't do. Um, you know, so I don't think the book is written on T Lawrence yet, but the pages are open and they're starting to write. But I, I will, I will say. And the QB excuses is a valid excuse, but you can't yeah. get a T law or a good QB and then throw four or five picks the first time you use them. You're obviously not adjusting your gameplay, and it's more of a gameplay thing than it is a, a QB thing at that point. You could have thrown four picks with Kenny Pickett. That's like uh, the I think HD said in the chat. It's like drama. Why do you trade for Davis Winston? You could have thrown four picks with. Fucking Davis Mills. You don't have to trade for Jameis Winston to do that shit. So, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's like you got your QB, but you got to show that as a coach you're growing. You're not just you, – you, the QB's not going to save you by just getting the QB. Oh, no, I agree. I think it was probably and – I, and I don't know. You know, I haven't spoken to A-Rod about it at all. He's not here. I think he was having that shiny new toy that we just spoke about. And you have that QB, and you want to throw the ball around because you got the shiny new toy. And you know the offense should have still been running through through Najee. And he'll probably, you know, after that game, he'll probably learn that. And then you know it'll probably be a different, different. Uh, I don't say a different outcome, but it'll probably be a different game plan. Uh, you know, if he continue try to run that offense through Najee, like thirty something times. And when I think of A Rod, A Rod's going to need to pound. Like that's his game, pounding the rock. You know what I mean? Like just running the ball. Like that, that's his game. So I think. Him having, like you said, the shiny new toy, kind of like, oh, let me let me air it out a little bit, and kind of get away for for what you do. So, but I, all right, yep. Then moving on to the next game, the next we game. have we have which was really a great game. It's probably the game of the week. Uh, the Commanders versus the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Sam Howell, nineteen for twenty-four, two hundred and eleven yards, one TD, one interception. You had Stroud in his debut, 12 for 20, a one TD with two interceptions. You had Antonio Gibson, 23 carries for, 153, for 153 yards, you know, win me in those inside zones. Um, you had Walker with three receptions for 20 for – I'm sorry, yeah, three receptions for 95 yards. Uh, those were the major stats 
Um, you know, in watching this game, I'll start in watching this game, and it was a hell of a game by two great coaches. I mean, going back and forth. Um, you know, I think Z got sold on, on, a, on a pass to a tight end because he was playing with a rookie quarterback. Uh, he threw it a little bit too early, didn't give him a chance to really lock, you know, take control of his tight end. And Wimmy ended up uh, with a pick uh, that helped him go up. And then, you know, what Z mentioned in chat, I think everybody saw, which really hurt him was that uh, rough in the passer call um, that really put Wimmy in position to, to win the game. But it was a great game um, overall, and anybody who wants to take it for and talk about the game, go ahead. Oh, that, that is, you know, I'm mistaken, you know, uh, misspeaking when you say that was a great game. Uh, I watched most of it. I think uh, I was watching the Red Zone, so we were flipping back and forth between that. And then I, I forgot the other game that was going on. It might have even been the Bills and the Jets. Um, but what a, what a game. Um, you know, uh, Z gets his quarterback. Um, he threw how many picks in that game? Was it just the one? Does anybody uh, know? Two. With he threw Stroud? two picks. To most Stroud, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah two. So he threw two picks in that game. Um, you know. Uh, like you said, that that tight end, he, he got a little gun happy. Probably his eyes lit up that he he's gonna beat him. Um, so he kind of jumped the gun a little bit. But when it comes to uh, having the team, he has he has his quarterback now. We'll see what happens. It's a superstar quarterback. Um, we'll see what happens in the future. But really good showing for both guys. Uh, it's impressive to see Remy continue to do it without a actual quarterback because Sam Howell, I think, is still like a what is he like a low seventy overall? Bro, Sam Howell's the goat, bro. He's seventy four. I mean, seventy four. Yeah, seventy four overall. Normal. And, normal. And he's, he got a lot know, of he, good games to go before he move up. Yep, exactly. So he's doing his thing with Sam Howell, and it's impressive uh, to come out with a win against Z's uh, defense as well, because Z, as you know, has a good defense. Sam Howell got ninety four throw power. Good for him. Yeah, he's, he's good. I had no idea. I had no idea. All right, that's not bad. Yeah, but uh, I think he still sucks as a quarterback. But I mean, <laughs> he has yeah, something going for. That's <laughs> something going. No, yeah, Sam Sam has some good attributes uh, for QB. Just that overall is going to take some time to work out. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, anybody have anything else to say about this game before we move on? No, we can move on because we kind of covered it already. All right, so uh, next game: uh, Browns versus the Chargers. Chargers win 29 to 14. Um, Deshaun Watson, 10 for 20, zero TDs, three interceptions. Justin Herbert, 20 for 29, two TDs, one interception. Nick Chubb had a day on the ground, 11 attempts for 188 yards. Austin Eckler had a good day as well, 18 attempts for 137 yards. Um, anybody watch this game? I, I, I did, and um, I expected a different HD week one. It wasn't the normal HD week one game where he's locked in and playing really well, making good reads and stuff. He was he was kind of in mid-season form HD in that game, and it's kind of scared me at the beginning. But luckily, the uh, bet was even in more rare form than HD was. Uh, now, on the Nick Chubb thing, finally, yeah. Nick Chubb is Nick Chubb, and he will get his. But he was one and three. I, I don't I, I watched HD dive at the ankles of his, his defensive ends and the ankles of his linebackers. The guy engaged blocks. 
He dived at everything but Nick Chubb. Yeah, he dived at everything but Nick Chubb in this game. So, wow. um, yeah, it, it, it was it was interesting to to watch. But he, he had me worried, but we got away with the week one pick of the Chargers. And that, I don't know what to say about that. It's like you've got the running back. you got the team around you. You know, you could compete. I know we, he has a Chargers, but you still have the Browns and the Browns are solid. So, you should have been able to uh, compete in this game and make it close and potentially even gain a little win. But he kind of took the game away with Sean Watson. Yeah, I didn't see the yeah. game. Um but I'm happy for Wandale. Wandale finally has a role over there in um in LA. And um he got a touchdown and five catches. So, you know, it's my guy. I'm 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 gonna be real. I guess I'm an HD fan for the site. Well, as long as he has Wandale, because you know, I want that guy to ball. So <laughs> sure, he started drafting Will Levis and you would have been really HD. Yeah, bro. Who needs good. Herbert, bro? But he had Levis, bro. Fucked up. Next <laughs> next next game on the slate, we have the Bears versus the Vikings. Um, kind of a surprise here. I think people were expecting uh, SP to come out, uh, you know, with, 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 with what he did last year and being able to get some players in free agency in the draft. Vikings 44, the Bears 18, Justin Fields 14 for 33, one TD, one interception. Leary, the new starting quarterback for the Vikings, 19 for 23, one TD, zero interceptions. Montgomery, 15 rushing attempts for 134 yards. Cook 14 attempts for 85 yards and five touchdowns. Um, and J- Jefferson, four catches for 100 yards. Um, did anybody watch this game? I mean, I'm actually surprised at the score. I didn't I didn't see, uh, you know, I, I'm not surprised C. Diego won. I'm just surprised the, the, the difference. Yeah, I, mean, was I, I watched a little bit, but I couldn't watch the whole thing. I, forgot. I think they played real late. I think they played real late. I went to bed. Um, but CEO has somebody that talked to CEO. I I know he's running a new offense, and you know he's a he's a football head, so he's running. He's trying a new offense in his team, and so far so good. We'll see as time goes along and as people adapt to his offense, how it changes the way he plays. But it, it looks really good. Uh, what's Justin Jefferson doing in this game? I I. I I know you read the stat. He had four catches catches for 100 yards. So Justin Jefferson got his, which is Raider had five catches for 93 yards. So he had two receivers that had some pretty good stats. Yeah, so, and you've got Dalvin Cook out of the backfield. That is always a worry. So this new offense could really work for him. Um, It's going to be interesting to see as we move forward what happens. But, you know, like you said, I'm I'm more – it's more surprising about the score than it is the win. Um, we'll see. I think CEO is going to have a really good season two. I think it's going to be a really, really good season two. Um, and Larry might win the NFC Rookie of the Year. Sorry, Derricky. Sorry, Derricky. But well, no, you got no, offensive no. and defensive. You got offensive and defensive. So you got you still got a chance. But uh, no, no. offensively, you might. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. I was gonna say offensively. Offensively, Larry might be the the rookie of the year. Even I, that's my hot take. Even before she goes down, Bryce Young, Larry, offensive rookie of the year over the rest of the quarterbacks. Was he the fourth quarterback taken? Yes, he was the fourth taken. Fourth quarterback taken, offensive rookie of the year over um, C.J. Stroud, uh, 
Anthony Richardson and Bryce Young. Yeah, I, I think um, the two quarterbacks that have the best shot at having offensive rookie of the year will either be Leary or Stroud, just because of the coaches they went to and how they're going to be played. Mm-hmm. Um, next game, uh, if he's still here, uh, we have the Ravens versus the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals won this game 35-31. to 31. Lamar Jackson uh, was 14 for 24 with 294 yards, two TDs, and three interceptions. Uh, Joe Burrow, 15 for 25 with two TDs, one interception. Dobbins had 13 rushing attempts for 101 yards with one TD. Uh, Joe Mixon uh, did Joe Mixon things, 25 attempts for 174 yards and two touchdowns. Addison, in his rookie debut, six, six catches, 124 yards, one TD. Uh, those are the major stats for this game. King K, are you here? Are you here to talk about this game? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm here. Uh, um, I mean, let me tell y'all, man, ain't nothing better than playing a PML regular season game after you just went deep in the playoffs because you just start to – bro, it, it was such a relief playing this game because knowing that I had another game in three days, I didn't – it wouldn't all win or die. And to be honest, really what happened is, is to be honest, which is very easy, is I came out with a fill-all game just trying to see what I could do. And, and I sacrificed a, a win for it. But in the end, I was down last, last season by three, three games in my division within with seven, eight weeks. So it, it, it just wasn't pressing to me to, to whatever. It was more pressing to me to know what I had. I threw – I mean, to lose by four when you – Went 0 for 5 in, in two-point conversions. You have five, inter- five turnovers to his one. Two of those interceptions were you throwing it to your rookie 6'5 receiver on first down, like one-on-one, let me see if he can do this like he did in the preseason. And he, did, and he, and he gets two picks. Uh, uh, two fumbles because JT was talking to you about aggressive uh, running and you forgot to turn it off. You know, it's just... It's just one of those things where I'm like, well, shit, all that, and I lost by four? Shit, I mean, it is what it is. I, I know that running the, I'm, I'm the, I'm the, I was the most prolific running attack last cycle, last season. I know I got to run the ball. I just went out there passing. I was just telling, I told Q after the game, whenever Lamar has over 300 yards passing, I did something wrong. I don't give a damn. He shouldn't have over 300 yards passing. And, and J.K. Dobbins had 13 carries for over 100 yards. That tells you right there I was stripping because – why does he only have 13 carries? So it's just one of those things where it's like, um, hey, I came out there just, you know, seeing what I had and I took an L for it. But in the end, bro, I love playing Cammy, bro. Me and Cammy have – Cammy and me have the most funnest games and the most funnest chess matches. Like, to see somebody stop me on two-point conversion five straight, all five times, I've never been shut out two-point conversions in PML. That was my first time ever not making more than I didn't make. And it was just like, it was a testament to me of the opponent and, and my opponent learning me and not letting me be me, which can only make me better. And I got love for Dick Cammy, bro. So she was fun. What I, what, what I will tip my cap to Cammy for is uh, he did, everybody that was in chat heard him talk about, you know, the Ravens travel well with the man coverage and all that good stuff. And what I saw from that game, watching some of it, he made an adjustment 
to the man coverage, and he was able to shake guys free that weren't, weren't necessarily just Jamar Chase. Oh, man coverage, I'm throwing it to Jamar Chase. He was able to shake some guys free with either formations or route combinations that improved his offensive game. So yeah. I wanted to my hat to Cammy on that. Um, you know, you might, I, I, there was one play that stuck out of my head. Now, it wasn't a completion because Joe Burrow sold the throw. But he ran a tight formation and had an out, uh, out on one side with a, uh, a slant coming underneath it. And it created some uh, epic uh, in the defense where it created like 10 yards of separation. And then Joe Burrow just sailed the, the, uh, the slant. No, he 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 definitely the, like that's why I'm telling you I love playing Cammy because me and Cammy bring the best out of each other because we have no choice but to be both be uncomfortable because both of us know each other like like he you look at Jamar Chase stat line I'm the only person who stops Jamar Chase consistently and it's just because I know Cammy and I know his formation is where he wants to get him the ball. But then he adjusted by – he started throwing hot balls to his tight end. And I was like, well, fuck, I got to start playing man because if it's a little open, this 6'6 motherfucker is going to catch it. So then he took Kyle Hamilton out the box because now I got to put Kyle on the damn tight end. And then once Kyle got out the box, the first, like the first drive he hits me with, a, with, a, with an angle route with a two running back set. Kami has never ran two running backs. But he but he <laughs> he drafted that damn running back and he run an angle route. He uses Joe Mixon as a as a decoy because usually, you know, Cammy runs hot reads. You know, Cammy, I told Cammy, because see the thing about me and Cammy is we actually are real cool. So when I beat him with something, I'll tell him what I why I beat him. Like so I told him that when I watched his game versus Bet, I learned how to beat him. I learned that he's gonna make the pass that you think he's not gonna make. So I I, I sit on a, a receiver versus Versus going to the next read because you'll 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 think that I'm gonna go to the next read. So so he baited me by going by having Joe Mixon literally go into a flat, which is his read all the time. I brought that safety down and he had that angle route right over the top of my head. And I just even on my stream, you see me say, Good shit, Cammy. God damn, boy. Like that shit just make it Cammy is what makes games fun for me. Like, dog, like. Like, that shit was fun. Like, that was the most funnest loss I ever had because it was a chess match. Like, Cammy, I'm, I'm kicking this. I'm, I'm fucking onside kicking this, bro. Fuck you. Because <laughs> like, I got Justin Tucker and he's 99 overall, bro. I'm not giving you the ball back. And then I get it, and it's supposed to be my game. And then Cammy says, no, you haven't ran this play all game, but I know you. You'll bait me with that damn... Mark Andrews running that crosser and he'll run flat and your next progression is that is the in route and he picks it and I'm just like touche motherfucker touche <laughs> yeah so like, I'm excited. I love playing with Cammy, bro that's no, just that's a, no that, that was a great chess match I did watch uh, I did watch the game and I did see you in your stream on like the, the second two point conversion like alright Cammy, I'm not running that shit no more you know it <laughs> so <laughs> I, I did see you guys battling back and forth, and um, I mean it was a great game. I mean, Cammy, you know, it's always been my opinion, even when he started. Cammy has, I, I like him on offense. I like what he did with the Saints last year, so I knew he was going to have a good offense with the Bengals. And then, you know, what you're able to do with uh, Lamar Jackson, and then you guys playing uh, so many times last year, it was a great chess match. I mean, you know, I would expect the next game between you two to be just as close. 
Yeah, for sure. So now we, you know, we two and two against each other. You know, he 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 didn't care about the win because he's like, you know, you beat me for the division last year and then to go to the Super Bowl. So he still feels like I have one up on him. But hey, bro, like I said, Cammy brings the best out of out of you because you want you want people in your in your division who who, who challenge you because then you're able to be like, well, shit, I went through Cammy. So if I go through Cammy, who the fuck is you? You know, so you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm a fan of Cammy, and I'm a fan of the way he plays. I'm a fan of the way he preps. I'm a fan that he teaches me so much about the game playing him because Joe Mixon got that bitch 70 times. He did not care that I started bottling that shit up. He was gonna make me respect that Joe Mixon was gonna get three yards. <laughs> like he was gonna make me respect it even after I st- I started stopping it. And then he was like, "Well, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use." Uh, Jamar is a decoy, and I'm gonna work this, and then all this, and you see how I got the pick six on him. He was up 14-0, but and he was driving to go up 21-0, and I catch a pick six and and goal line because I know Cammy. Cammy is gonna is gonna on third and four. He's gonna play as if he cares about a touchdown, but really he'll go straight to that flash as a quick read. Well, I learned from Hype Mike how to how, and from Neff how to push my corner back and make him look like in a cloud flat. Make them look like they were going back and let them run full speed up. And that shit happened and Marcus Peterson threw a pick six. And like like shit, I wouldn't have never done that if 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 I didn't put time into learning Kimmy the way he put time into learning me, which makes me better player overall. And those division games definitely bring out uh, another level of like, that's why I always be like, you can't it's hard to predict a division game, especially the further you go. Bro, and y'all don't play each other six, eight, seven times, bro. Nah, you never know, man. But those games are, are lit, bro. Yeah, Vet be Cammy, shit, because Vet knew him from all that cycle, and Vet put on tape how to be Cammy. I will always say Vet taught me how to be Cammy. When I saw Vet beat Cammy after I demolished Vet, and there's no shade to him, but I just didn't think that like there's no way. And then I watched him and said, "Oh shit, that's how you do it." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's funny how that happens. Even when uh, last season, I, I played uh, T-Bandit in the first game. He didn't have Josh Allen. He didn't have Stephon Diggs. And he was he was destroying my defense. And it was a – I learned enough in that short time that the second time we played, when he did have Josh Allen, he did have Stephon Diggs, my defense – I was able to force him off the field a lot more than I was the first time we played. I wasn't able to stop him on the lift. But the second time we played, even though we saw Josh Allen still have Stephon Diggs, and they were still able to make some plays, I was still able to stop him because I knew what he was looking for when I gave him a certain look. If I gave him a cover two chamber look, I knew what, what, what route he was really looking for and that and stuff like that. Like it, The division games just transform into something else where it becomes – just a crazy chess match because you, you start to learn, all right, I gave him a cover three look there and he hit me on the scene. I know that I could give him that cover three look and I could beat that scene and maybe I could get a pick out of that. You know what I mean? Like that stuff yeah. happens. That's and, exactly and, and now I know why H D said and now I know why H D said last cycle that me, you and him, we played each other well, but 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 we we we, we all play at the bottom because because we, we played each other so much and we stayed there, which was so true. Well, not true for you two, because y'all still suck, but I'm clearly better than both of y'all. 
and it was just because y'all brought me down. <laughs> hey, hey, yo, bro. Hey, we, we, you the only one that learned from that shit, bro. Yeah, it's like, I'm the only one that took a lesson out of that. Ravens <laughs> and Bengals suck. That game was trash. It was a chess match. It was just throwing all over the place. Go to the next game. Next game, we have the Broncos versus the Raiders. The Raiders win 38 to 28. Uh, Russell Wilson, 18 for 23, 254 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Derek Carr had a great day, 21 for 23, 332 yards, four TDs with no interceptions. Uh, rushing, you had Williams, 17 for 125, three TDs. Jacobs, 15 rushes, six, uh, 65 yards. Um, and you had Devontae Adams had a great game. Eight catches, 142 yards for two touchdowns. Uh, anybody watch this game? Nobody no, watched this game. They played, they played. Yeah, they did, one of the, they did one of the PML. People are going to laugh at me. Let me play on the low games. I've been there before. <laughs> I'm not even uh, mad at them. Everybody was bro. watching that, that uh, Thursday afternoon match. Between the the Giants and the Patriots, they were they were playing underneath the radar in the background. They <laughs> they used they used the cover of Cook and Me for, for that because it was a it's a not not improved special for the Giants. Um, but I I go I do want to say the Raiders. I would not I will not be surprised if he wins the division. I will not be surprised if he wins the division this season, especially with the way Jack has kind of hurt that team. By getting rid of Chris Jones and some of the moves he's made, um, I think it's going to open the door for the Raiders to take to take over that division. Who won it last season? Was it Jack? That's Jack and the Chiefs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, ain't nobody beating Jack. Jack is a regular season champion. <laughs> Speaking of, speaking of speaking of the Chiefs, uh, two two games left. You have the Chiefs Lions. And bro, what are they going to play? Because I picked the Chiefs and knockout, and I might be knocked out, bro. What's going on? Well, well he's still suspended from EA, so that game is really TBT. He's suspended from EA. Yeah, he's susp- his, his account is suspended from EA. He says what? he doesn't know why. Uh, we think <laughs> oh, he's been man. cursing our kids. Oh, uh, man. He's been robbing little kids and mutt, bro. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, so, so that game is to be determined. The other game... I'm really interested to see just because I'm really interested to see what Mike does with Hendon Hooker. You know, Aaron Rodgers didn't report to training camp. You know, uh, he said he won another $50 million on top or something <laughs> like that. So I'm interested to yeah. see what Hendon Hooker does. That, what, what, I'm, uh, what, what I'm confused is, um, you know, and not, I'm trying not to help out my own division, but why, why ain't he on the, the Dolphins right now? Aaron Rodgers. Why ain't I would have hit up uh, if you don't care because I, I I care about the Patriots and Q I'm like, ain't trying to give up no picks, bro. You ain't trying to give up no picks, but I'm, I mean, if you, you got Jimmy guy, G. You got Jimmy they, G. They, they well, also, with Hunter and Hunter, so you want your guy. Wait, for who? He, he trades for Aaron Rodgers, not Hunter Hunter. So, and Hendon Hooker that is, is starting to have an asset quarterback of the future right now for Green Bay. So, if you're if you're the uh, the Dolphins, why not say, "Hey, give me Aaron Rodgers"? 
Aaron Rodgers was, Rogers was asking Price was a second round pick, right? And now he might be able to get him for like a third or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I, I, can, I can also see because, you know, uh, King Mike wants to be competitive. I know he has Hooker and wants to develop him, but I can also see him running a two quarterback system. You know, because listen, you know he wants to win this game, and I think if Hendon Hooker isn't doing what he wants him to do, I can see, I can see Hendon Hooker having a leap and putting Aaron Rodgers back in there. So I could also see that that as well. So uh, Mike could have put some fielders out there for uh, Rodgers, but at the same time, he could be keeping Rodgers as kind of that uh, backup, you know, luxury package just in case Hendon Hooker. He needed to keep Rodgers on like that that starting uh, starting quarterback um, package. <laughs> Until Hooker get right, it would need to happen. But... <laughs> I don't know what's up with all these. Just because they got a new guy, he got to start thing, bro. Nah, sit his ass down. He'll figure it out eventually. If you had Will Levis, would he be starting for you right now? Nope, but he will be there eventually. Bro, I told you I wasn't going to start Malik Willis, bro. I knew eventually he was going to be the guy. But nah, bro, he'll get there. So you, so you telling, so you saying that starting Hendon Hooker isn't soon? Now with Aaron Rodgers, there, nah, bro. So are you gonna uh, fill some out on your fe- fellow commits? Nah, I don't play him, bro. I don't have no. Uh, what do you call it? <laughs> if, fill you out? Play, if you play him, would you fill some out on him? Not soon. Nah. Not playing Aaron Rodgers, bro. Not soon as fuck, bro. <laughs> Super unsent, bro. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Super fucking upset. Bro, fuck, fuck, let it out, bro. JT be getting a strongly worded uh, DM, bro. This is ridiculous, bro. I can't. Oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give him, you gotta give him uh, some slack though, because he didn't draft a wide receiver in a draft, so that was super yeah. simple. Well, yeah, yeah, the Packers draft, need, the Packers need a receiver, receiver bro. But not drafting any receivers to help the current quarterback. That was super simple, mm-hmm. so you can give him a pass. <laughs> we need, we need a, we need a, we need an NSAF form, a not sim as fuck form. something stupid. But yeah, don't do anything crazy during the game. No, he just fucking played. That's sim as fuck, bro. It's crazy, bro. But uh, but those are the games. Those are the games this week, and those are the two games coming up uh, that that w- that we went over. Um, so you know, it, it was a good start to week one. You know, we saw some blowouts. We saw some really good games. Uh, we saw some people having fun with their rookies. Some people getting used to their new teams. Some people not um, being so Simmons fuck. Some people not being Simmons fuck. <laughs> um, and then we probably have um, the game that everybody wants to see: the Green Bay Packers Buccaneers. I'm sure coming up at some point today. I'm sure most Man, people. Today the last day? Will be, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta so, be some time today. Yeah, most people um, will be tuned into that game. So yeah, no, other, uh, no other choices, bro. I want <laughs> before we wrap it up. I want some takeaways uh, from everybody, if you don't mind. Some takeaways after week one. You still gotta wait for the the Bucks and the Chiefs and the Lions and the, the Bears online now. Not the Bears, but uh, the Packers. Um, what are some of the takeaways, uh, FA, you could start, some of the takeaways from week one, uh, looking, either just looking at the scores, or uh, even with yourself, like, what are some of the takeaways that you got from week one and overall PML? Um, I, well, I'll start with me. I'll say for me, um, you know, my, my defense is my defense. You know, I love, I love playing defense. Um, but just an offense is 
just settling with the fact and being comfortable with the fact that Dak Prescott is going to be the QB of the Dallas Cowboys this cycle and making the throws um, that I, which is the most important thing is making the throws that I know now that I now know I can make. And that's one of the biggest things is, okay, these are throws I know I can make. Um, so that's going to be a really big boost to my offense and just being more tuned in, more dialed in than I was last last season, to be quite honest with you. Um, other than that, it's going to be fun to see these rookie QBs. Uh, I'd love to see what the Falcons are going to do with JT. Um, it's going to be fun to see what um, what Coles does with that Buccaneers team. Um, a little bit older, um, you know, a few people uh, gone, a few devs that have dug down. So it's going to be fun to see how competitive he's going to be uh, with that team. And then, you know, the my my final takeaway uh, from I probably I'd say week one, just to see where the teams that did not make the playoffs, uh, just to kind of see how they're starting off. A lot of those teams are starting off with a, with a victory, uh, so we'll see you know if that continues. Yeah, it's continuing in Miami. Well, well oh, look what you at, Sam. Where you been? <laughs> where you been? <laughs> You know, Q always comes to make sure he get his points. What had happened was the girl that had left recently, she had called me like four times. And so I picked up and she was being So crazy. I picked up. So you thought that was a good idea? <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I picked up. It's like she still got some false hope. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? You are a psychopath, man. <laughs> at least she, hey, at least she wasn't a stripper hoe, right, Deloitte? Yeah, bro. <laughs> you always left, bro. I wish, you, I wish, I wish she was a stripper hoe. Nah, you don't, bro. Not <laughs> you hear my story, you don't, bro. <laughs> Oh man, I'm glad. But you know, you want credit for the for the show too. So I, I'm gonna need your takeaways from week one. Uh, either league wide, team wide. You could do both team wide and league wide. Um, uh, league what's your takeaways? League wide, I think the league is exactly where it needs to be. Even though we had maybe one or two games that was like blowouts, uh, maybe three. All the other games were pretty close, and some of them got out of hand in like the third and fourth quarter. So it was a close game all the way through. So. Uh, I think we've seen a different style of PML that everybody's uh, adjusted to, where it's kind of just that slow, slow and steady wins the race. Uh, I think we're in for a lot of exciting finishes. Uh, as far as the Dolphins go, we don't know who the QB will be from week to week. We just out here. Uh, well, did you hear the recommendation? Thing. No, what was the recommendation? Go get fucking Aaron Rodgers, bro. Oh, I should do that. <laughs> what, he, bro, uh, what are you going for? He probably gonna try to ask, tell me he wants nah, three. Bro, I, think, I, think, I think you can get. I think you can get a raw for two, bro. Because he, he, well, he, he, no, he, he was offering a four two. You might be able to get a three. That's what I'm saying. The way he been um, wait, waiting for somebody to take the bait. He know ain't nobody giving up a two for. Him. I said that, but then I said the same thing about Debo, and look what happened, bro. So no, never mind. Bro, how many years is he left on that contract? I think just two or one. Right. No, 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 no. He did get the longer extension. He did get the extension. He had a three-year 150, so now he got two years. Two, but this is the thing. Yeah. If he trades him, he's not going to be on the cap this year. And your next year, that which is the last year of his deal, 
you only have a partial payment of it. So it's actually yeah, a you're not getting a full bonus. Yeah, you're not getting the full bonus and salary. Yeah, yeah, and ahead. if you cut him, you could cut him whenever, bro, because he, he's on the hook for the cap. Yeah, 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 you, yeah, and if you cut him at the end of the season, yeah, you save the cap. Or trade him or whatever. No, yeah. man, rock, rock, rock with Jimmy G. I think I play you this year. Rock with Jimmy G. <laughs> <laughs> no, that really Aaron Rodgers in Miami might have a few people spooked. Not me, but, you know. <laughs> Not me, though. Not <laughs> 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 Oh, shit. Um, D-Lord, how about you? Take away uh, week, week one in general, the league, and also with your own team. Uh... For the league, I mean, I ain't watched a lot of games, but I do feel kind of like what Q was saying, like everybody's kind of getting into their uh, their schemes or what they want to do. Uh, so I do see like closer games, you know, everybody has like their identity sort of thing. Even like the meta, like people are figuring out how to like combat that, you know what I mean? So um, I do think we're going to get more competitive games. Um, and then for the Cardinals wise, um, for the first time all cycle, I'm not just rolling out here with a uh, with some stock playbook. I did try to throw something together uh, specifically for my players, so I was excited putting that together. Um, I I made a defensive um, somewhat identity for the first time in PML history, so I'm excited about playing defense for the first time. So it should be a fun season. I don't I I'm not gonna say it's gonna be good, you know what I mean? But like at least I put it together. So if I suck, that's on me. Uh, so. I'm excited about this season, man. So um until we, my we baby next, comes right, until my baby comes, I gotta take a little break. Uh <laughs> we play next, right, yeah, we play next. Don't be excited, man. Just just don't I don't need <laughs> don't I don't need you excited. to be excited. Go back go back to just stock playbook, stock defense. Don't you know don't come in all happy to play and shit. Bring back in the run and shoot one more one more time. Yeah, bring bring back the run and shoot one more time. <laughs> one more time, bro. Give yeah, it a good send off. <laughs> yeah. Blow up the Dutch on the running shoot play, bugger. Just fucking <laughs> working out. Really um, Apparently, 45 picks wasn't enough. Y'all want to see more? Yeah, we want to <laughs> see more. Um, uh, Kieran, you want to go ahead and uh, give your takeaways? Uh, you did an article yourself, but you want to give the takeaways of the general league and uh, maybe a little takeaway about the Ravens as well. Uh, no, nah, man, the league is, is in good hands all the way around. It's fun, you know. Um, Everything about it is fun, even when it seems like it's a lot of beef and, and, and a lot of animosity. Shit is just fun just because I, I know how to I know how to do everything now. And I really feel like I'm at my top powers while in here because I just know even when the animosity, I know how to make everything a game and make it all work for me. I mean, I make I make now my comments that I want to say and talk. I just make them articles and get points out of it. I make other people's stuff that they try to use against me articles. I mean, I'm at the top of my powers as a supervillain and hero at the same time. And uh-huh, I'm just, it, right? and, and I'm amazing. And everything about me is amazing. <laughs> I lo- and not only that, when people look at my screen, they got to be like, how is somebody with such an impressive beard, such, such a beautiful face <laughs> card with, with beautiful pecs, and muscles who works out every morning are actually how's he in the league with so many slobs? It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to. So if anybody that I want to thank in closing, I want to thank myself for being me <laughs> and understanding me because I am. <laughs> right, I'm glad. Hey, look, I'm glad you understand you because none of us do. 
I will say one more thing before you go, Neff. I'm, let me say one more thing that I, I and this may be a popular or unpopular opinion. I know it goes both ways. I think the league is in a better place with the coaches, and we have all PML coaches. We don't have any problems, any KMAX hey, right man. now. Any, you know, we just have a bunch of people in chat. You're not chasing down, you know, to to try to talk to or try to schedule the game with. I mean, you just have PML guys in here right now. Yeah. You have a really great group of guys, and you don't – I think that actually – is a difference as well. That might be, you know, popular, unpopular, but I, I think that has a lot to do with it as well. Uh, yeah, I want to – I'll definitely sign off on that. I agree. It's This is a better place without – Mate, we're still going to have – look, we're still going to have our PML moments and disagreements, bro, but, like, overall, like, what we have right now is so – such a good spot. Such a good spot, right? You know what I mean? It's like, a really excited good to play spot. the game. Yeah, like, it's, this is where we need to be, bro. I love it. No – no egos need to be groomed or you know stroked, and it's 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 a good spot for people. And even the even the league in general, like everybody's gonna have their complaints about certain things, you know. But I even think the league where it's at is is competitive, right? And what we have, like we don't need a lot of changes to the league. You know what I mean? Like it's not like oh this is broke, the game broke, everything. And even the draft worked itself out. So I mean, we're in a good spot. We're in a good spot. And um. I'll finish off with my takeaways. Um, first with the team, um, Mac Jones is serviceable for this season. And if he gets a few throws, he may be serviceable for the future. Uh, he, might, he, he might potentially be uh, franchise-worthy. Who knows? Net, you're you're breaking up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're breaking up. Yeah, but the, what Neff was trying to say because the network was like, nah. What Neff was trying to say is there's 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 not another quarterback. There's not can you still hear me? Because I feel like I'm going chopping. Yeah, we can hear you. No, no. We can hear you now. But you, as soon as you said yeah, he yeah, might be a franchise, Discord was like, nah, bro. We ain't gonna let you. Well, he was just trying to say he could be a franchise QB. He was trying to say he could be a franchise QB because nobody else throws a jet sweep pass like Matt Jones. Like the, like the place right now, the jet sweep pass is on point. Exactly. I will say this. I ran, I think, two jet sweeps in the game against Cook. So it's a different scheme coming out of New England, and it's going to be fun to see. Bro, I like the jet the sweep, bro. I told you after our game, don't let nobody stop you and shame you out of that shit, bro. I like that. Oh, it's still there. It's, it's, it's not as. It's still there's there, more bro. Stuff we nah. can, well, there's more stuff we can get. Well, there's more stuff we can work with now than we could season one. Season one, we didn't have a running back. We didn't have a fucking quarterback and wide receiver. We had nothing in season one. So now we got some stuff to work with so we could, we could scheme around it. Um, but that's a takeaway. Uh, you know, the team, I, I like where we are, and I think we're going to have a good season. Um, takeaway for week one in general, there's – there's no better games to watch in PML than uh, two games between football coaches. Not meta coaches like that. That whole DK hype Mike game, fucking throw that out. Like, I don't want to watch that shit. But you watch two football coaches like Wimmy and Z go at it. Um, you know, even Cammy and uh, uh, Kieran, 
the way they they're playing like those football games are the best to watch your PML and it might even be better because you have that that personal connection with the teams and the users it might even be better than watching football on Sunday um honestly if you it's just it's just uh, a lot of fun to watch True. agreed agreed but that's that's my takeaway next be a franchise quarterback Heck is a franchise quarterback. We're not trading for Will Levis. Will Levis sucks. Kentucky sucks, and they'll never be good. And uh, Deloitte's not 6'3", 220, like they said on this profile. (laughs) Uh, But we are out of here. Everybody have a great day. Everybody have a great day, and we'll see you next time.